Hello, travel biz owner. Welcome to my corner of the travel industry, the Strategic Travel Entrepreneur Podcast. If you're ready to have fun, be inspired, get clarity, and take action in your travel business, then you're in the right place. Let's jump in. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. So nice to have you here today. Let's jump right in. Uh, into the subject, the topic that sometimes it isn't marketing that needs to be helped or tweaked in your business. And I know sometimes like the immediate thought of, oh my gosh, I'm not making sales. So I need to just like market more like market, 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 do this, do this, go on this social platform, go to this event, do this, do that. And that's not really where the, oh gosh, what's that term? Where the holdup is in your business. Um, that's not the term, but that's what I'm going to use for now. Um, oh gosh, it's like at the tip of my tongue. I can see the word, the phrase. That's not where the holdup is. There are other areas of your business, but I think we're just so accustomed to everybody talking about marketing tactics that we don't know or or it's not a focal point to other things but like if we're being strategic in business and especially in the travel business you know things have changed and I know many of you know that I don't really have to say that to many of you in the sense that you know prices are dramatically higher um availability is dramatically lower especially this year so that alone shows you the shift in things. Things have changed. So it's not just that things and products have changed. People have also changed. And so what may have sold a couple of years ago is not selling now or may not be selling right now. So what do you have to do to make different tweaks within your business so that you can get back on track on your sales. And so I will say this to preface, and I kind of mentioned it a little bit in the last episode too, and it could be your messaging. You have the wrong message for the right people. The message just has to change. And that's, you know, um, one of the things that has been really irking me recently is that I keep seeing different quote-unquote coaches out there saying like I will show you or I will teach you how to have a consistent stream of clients and I'm like that's a lot (laughs) and I say that because just like the earth we have seasons our business has seasons and some seasons are going to be really great and some seasons are not going to be so great but it is not can you create some consistency within your business of course but there are always going to be those ups and downs and that's one of my thoughts when i'm thinking about messaging is that messaging may have worked a couple years ago, but right now it needs a little bit of tweaking. Especially if you were super generic 
Because I think what really connects with people now, not I think, I kind of know, uh, and I will give the example of I had recently read a sales page that was for social media managers promoting a program to help social media managers. And so I looked at the sales page and I was like, oh my gosh, like how does she know? How does she know that's exactly what I'm saying? And so this is kind of why in the last episode, when I was mentioning a couple things about your messaging, you have to be speaking directly to your person and being like, moms, yeah, we've all, but I don't don't know. I'm not a mom. That was the wrong, that was the wrong, um, (laughs) that was the wrong example to give. Let me give like an autoimmune, like we all know the wonkiness that it is when we have to go into our six-month appointments and pray that the doctor knows what they're talking about in the lab work. Like, that is super specific, and any autoimmune patient is going to understand exactly what I meant in there when it's time to come up for your labs, and you're like, oh my gosh, please let my numbers be okay, please, or, like, be like, oh my gosh, that's why my, that's why I feel so weird because this number is off. That also has to be displayed in your travel business marketing. So, and that could be like, moms, are you the one that's always carrying the 50 million bags and dad's over there playing on his phone? (laughs) Like specifically speaking out, it can't just be like, take the vacation of your dreams. That is such a generic and it doesn't speak to like, what does the vacation of my dreams mean? Because the vacation of my dreams to me is going to mean something totally different to my single female neighbor. It's going to be totally different to my other neighbor who has an adult child and is married. It's going to be totally different than the people who are renting that have four kids still in or two kids that are still in school and they're a family of four. There are all incredibly different pain points and different viewpoints because we're also different people. We have different cultural backgrounds and there's different ages and different um, uh, work. We all do. There's different careers that are going on, but there's also different things that we all prioritize. I might really prioritize good, healthy, nutritious food where someone else just wants to party, 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 where someone else is like, I just need peace and quiet and I need to be away from kids where someone else wants to make sure there's a lot of kid activities. And that could be one of your messaging points. So we need to think smarter, especially like within our industry, that planning the vacation of your dreams is not it anymore. People need more. And frankly, like if you say something like that, people are like, well, yeah, I can plan the vacation of my dreams because you don't even know what that means to me. And so that's why you need to really tailor in and hone in on who your audience is so that you can adapt your messaging to who they are. Another point is that maybe the travel products that you were selling are just not it anymore. They're just not what your clientele want to be at the forefront. And that's what I say. Everybody has a different, we all go through different seasons. So 
I, I will say I'm a millennial. I'm a um, mid-30s millennial. Actually, my birthday is coming up, P.S. And I was one of the big Carnival Royal Caribbean. I was a mass market cruiser. And now as I get into my next phase of life, I'm like, I don't want to be around all that ruckus. I want a little bit more peace. I want a little bit more immersion in my cruise experience. So your clients are going to be very similar. And again, you know, I mentioned that you are probably your ideal client. If you have been focused on selling mass market and a lot of your people are going into a different season that they want a little bit more peace and tranquility, then you are selling the right product to the wrong person and you're hearing crickets because of that. I was like, where was I going to go with that? And you're hearing crickets because of that, which if you want to continue selling those mass market products, then yes, it's a marketing problem. Then you have to find new people who will be attracted to that. If you don't want to do the work of finding new people all over again, because it is seven times harder to find a new client as it is to retain or get referrals from old clients, then you need to adapt your product mix. So are you doing more, like what are you being asked for right now? Or what are vacations that you are seeing that your clients or potential clients going on that they haven't booked through you yet? Those are the those are the uh, trends that you need to be focused on. Also, doing your research within the industry. Um, if you had listened to Prep for Wave Week this past year in 2022, you know that Angela Hughes of the Luxury Travel University had mentioned to us about Asia, and she had predicted that Asia was going to once all the medical stuff kind of started fizzling out. That Asia was going to be a hot but an area that people are were going to want to visit. And so I'm I'm seeing like more and more articles. So how can you predict some of those trends by doing your own research but also putting new products available to your clientele. So again, like I'm I'm right now when I'm talking about it's probably not your marketing you're probably putting the wrong product in front of your people. Or you might be. I don't want to say probably. You might be putting the wrong product. You might be putting the wrong offer too. So you might be offering one supplier because this can also be for the different suppliers. And, And this is also, and that's why you have to know your people in and out. Do your want, do your people want more intimate or are they okay with more people within their group. Do they want a cruise or do they want a tour? Do they want private? Do they want public? Your travel business is unique and individual to you, your needs, and your clients' needs, which means your marketing strategy needs to be the same. If you're done trying every marketing tactic out there with no avail, then it's time to join us in Marketing Business School. A community of your fellow peers is waiting to support you in your entrepreneurial journey. Receive a monthly marketing education session from yours truly, along with a process party to finally work on those workflows and SOPs, and a Tech Talk Q&A session. To get in on the action, head on over to TravelBizTraining.com to enroll today. Same thing is how much support from you do they want? 
So what kinds of consultation packages? And that's what I'm saying. Like people are different seasons. Maybe you've never offered just a paid consultation. And that's something that you can add to your repertoire because you know a lot of people in your circle just want to DIY a quick trip and they just need guidance and they'll take care of everything themselves. But they have to pay for the intellectual property that you've accumulated throughout the years both with your time and also with your finances because you've paid to do different FAMs or go on different conferences, so you deserve to be compensated for that. All right, I'll get off the soapbox for that, but I'm just saying you deserve to be compensated for that. So can you offer a like one-on-one like I do with my marketing business? Can you offer a one-on-one consultation. Uh, Maybe you have different tiers of service. You may have said that you only do couples trips, but what would a package cost for like a family trip or groups trips? And when I say what would a package cost, I mean, what do your consultation packages, like what do your services cost, not the, the supplier price tag and the commission on that? And so you may have to offer different things to different people because of the different seasons people are in. The market has also changed, and I've kind of touched on that a little bit. Because the market has changed, you also need to change. So again, what may have worked a couple years ago might not work now. So you need to have the flexibility and the adaptability that if sales seem to be slowing down, and we're not going into another global pandemic, knock on wood, um, what is happening? And I know many of us, many of us, the world, the country (laughs) is experiencing a slight recession right now. Um, So people's buying patterns are different because of that. So again, you have to know your client to know what are they going to be okay with purchasing. Is that going to be a budget trip or are they fine splurging a little bit because this is going to be their last vacation until next year or whatever it may be. So because people are buying differently, and that's also, they're buying differently, not only from a price tag perspective, but when something that I had recently been attuned to, I don't think that, it it doesn't seem like even price is at the forefront right now. It's really more of the experience and what, what is important to people that you really have to dive in and dig in deep. And so that's why I'm saying it's not really a marketing problem. It's more of an operational strategy problem. And you may have to change things in your business. And once you've changed things or direction within your business, you're like, okay, now that I know that these are the things that I want, and these are also the things that I want to be selling, How do I promote that and go back to the drawing board? Do I keep marketing like I've always been marketing? Or how can I change my marketing to adapt for this new way that people want to learn things from? It's it's like a whole little puzzle piece. There's a lot of things that you can do to tweak here and here and there, but you have to be really attuned to what's going on. I recently talked to somebody in marketing business school. You know who you are if you're listening. And she has been very focused a lot on social media. And I asked the question, 
Well, do you get any clients from social media? No. Okay, well, are you making the type of money that you want to be making? Yes. Okay, then why are you focused on social media marketing? Because clearly whatever else you're doing is working for you to get you the clients that you need to be able to cover all the expenses that need to be covered. So um, think about that as well. And maybe your goals have shifted. And so you might have like bigger goals, like on the opposite side of that. Maybe you have bigger goals of things that you want to accomplish. So bigger goals and getting to the next level in your business is going to take a different acumen than what it got you in this part of your business. And so for all of my newbies and all the people who are kind of like in the startup mid-phase, I just want to remind you that you were bold enough to start a business on your own. That is flipping fantastic. And I don't think many people give themselves the credit, myself included, that we had the audacity to believe that we could be successful business owners. And we need to hone in on that same audacity to be strategic in our businesses and make strategic business decisions so that we can adapt wherever the current is taking us. I had to to tie it into the ocean somehow. Uh, It also could be why you might not be making as many sales now is, again, there's different seasons, there's different patterns. So maybe you need updated sales training. What may have gotten you sales in the past and like your different discovery calls and discussions aren't getting you sales any or are getting you less sales. Like I don't want to be like talking in absolutes here. I apologize. Um, But what types of things or education can you get yourself that can help you get back on track? And this can be as simple as hiring someone to evaluate your business and see what your goals are, see where you're at, what's happened now and see what kind of has changed within the marketplace or with different brands. Um, Also, again, highly, highly huge advocate of getting market research done to kind of help you steer you, in a sense, back on track. And that's why I'm like, there's a lot of different marketing things that you can do, but sometimes the issue is more than just your marketing and your marketing channels. Kind of going back to kind of connect or connecting more, uh, the surveying and the audacity that you had and the boldness that you had to start a business, utilize that and be vocal when you're talking to different people because it could be a thing. It could be a little bit about marketing that you're not in the right, that you may have been in the right places before, but you're not in the right places now that you need to be. So presenting, creating opportunities is part of being bold and vocal. And vocal is also being able to communicate with people who are really great, either colleagues or referral partners, and asking for suggestions or asking for advice or seeing what their insights might be as well. So I hope this has helped like break down a little bit on why exactly 
marketing, yes, is a big thing, but marketing is not the only thing. This can also be trying to like think operationally. Maybe there is a holdup within your client experience process that really rubs people the wrong way. And because it rubs people the wrong way, they don't want to do business again with you and they're not going to refer business to you again. And so if you've used to have a lot of referral partners and you're not having any more referral partners or people referring your work, what has changed in order for that to happen? And again, survey your people, talk to them and be very gracious and kind about this. Like we're not being accusatory or anything. Like we are really using this for informational purposes to help us out and help us strategically uh, diagnose what is wrong in our business so that we can keep moving forward and moving to the next level, um, patching up whatever needs to be patched up and, and moving forward. Alrighty. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Um, that's, that's a wrap for me. I think I am complete. I hope you are complete. You have an amazing weekend and I'll see you here next week. Thanks for joining me on the podcast today. Remember to check out the show notes for all relevant links and resources from today's show. See you next time.